Welcome to the H3 Podcast Extravaganza. That's right, we're an extravaganza now. Thank you to 23andMe, Postmates, and Hymns for sponsoring us. And thank you to everybody for joining us today on this Mm -hmm. beautiful, blessed Friday. Boy, do I love Fridays. We started taking the weekends off, and I just get (laughs) excited on Fridays now. Mm. (laughs) Happy Friday to everyone watching. We've got a lot to discuss today. We're very excited. We've got some Shane updates. We've got some Papa John updates. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, uh, some boofing <laughs> updates. We've talked previously about a boof, a goof, a slap, right. a slap, <laughs> a boof, a goof, a slap. And Ian, the intern, has prepared for us one of his notorious and much celebrated PowerPoint presentations on deciphering the meaning of Kanye West. Wow. That's a big task, but I know he's up for it. But before we get into all of that, I've got a little announcement. (laughs) Not really an announcement, just something I wanted to talk about. But it may be that Hila is, uh, is, there's a new thing, uh, the thickening. (laughs) Hila's going to be thickening up here soon. What does that mean? What I'm trying to say is that Hila won't be drinking alcohol. What does that mean? If she's responsible. (laughs) What I'm trying to, the to say. H3 podcast extravaganza. Oh, no. That's me. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. I, I had it on mute. Going? How long was that going? Oh, it just started like just you, now? you turned it off immediately. Okay. And flashback. To the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Um, Hila's. There's two stripes. She's cooking something up. Anyone? It's a cinnamon roll with <laughs> frosting, man. Hila, it's weird to see. She's probably... Hila's, uh... There's something going on. So okay. we did it. <laughs> Just say it! <laughs> well, we- it's... We, we don't know yet if anything's gonna go wrong. She's pregnant. <laughs> Ela's pregnant. I have been, I've been squirting an Ela for years. What the fuck? I mean, I'm just telling frankly. Like, uh, we've been, t- I've been, t- I've been. You know what I'm saying? It's been. A, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast, so it's a natural extension of our com- of our efforts to get Ela knocked up. And I have been uh, fully unsheathed. What for about that? two years, <laughs> my dick has been out and squirting. We did the tests, we did everything, but I'll say that we got we, it happened naturally. It just uh... the good old fashioned way. We had sex. <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know it is gross. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> well, just like two days ago. Two days ago, we found out. Yeah. And Ela, she was a couple of days late on her period, and her boobs eh, were raw. How would you say? Tender? <laughs> what? Your boobs were tender. Just, it just hurts. I don't know. You had some tender-ass titties. <laughs> but anyway, that's like what happens when you're getting the period. And I remember it was like a week earlier, like, oh, I'm getting my period. Yeah, and, I was and like, it kept Uh-oh. not happening, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> And the night before, the, I was like, maybe you're pregnant, jokingly. Yeah, and I was like, actually, I already checked, and it was negative. All right. But it wasn't your first but pee I, of the morning. I didn't do it right, yeah. Yeah. 
but it's interesting because the last two months we kind of didn't really try we're like fuck this shit whatever if it happens it happens mm -hmm. and we're just not gonna pay attention mm -hmm. and of course that's when it happened <laughs> so funny yeah of course and i don't know how to feel about it i'm scared i don't know how to feel about it it's terrifying I'm more scared than you, cause you gotta shit it up. Yeah, <laughs> I've always I'm not, been scared I, I, of that I have, part. I have utmost respect for that. I'm telling you that. Um, uh, and I'm, people always say like, don't tell until I don't know in Israel even four months. I don't know. It's like, but then you're gonna see that I'm pregnant. Like, what it's are just we superstitious, you know. Yeah. Or but you they, had a really good point about it. Because people think that maybe something will go wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if that happens, then what? I'm not supposed to talk about it? Like, mm -hmm. it's a secret? Like, yeah, exactly. You just carry this, like, sad thing that yeah. happened to you and you don't tell. You can't, because, like, I guess the theory is, I think, first of all, people are superstitious. Mm -hmm. Second of all, for those that don't know, in the first, like, I don't know, couple months, it's very common that you can have a miscarriage. And I didn't but know that. But people don't know yeah. that because it's like... You're you don't not, talk about it. Why not talk about it? Like, you'll say when you're sick, you'll talk about it. Yeah. Or if you have to do a surgery. Mm -hmm. So why is that like? Oh, you're right, and it's a it's a sad thing. It's a vulnerable thing, and it's kind of sucks to just carry that silently with you. I mean. Yeah. But I I guess the theory is that. Yeah, people probably just are superstitious about it, and then you have maybe it happens sometimes. People have like many miscarriages. Mm. It could happen like five times, and then you're like, "Oh fuck, I got to do this whole thing." Like, the whole we're pregnant. We're not pregnant. We're yeah, pregnant. We're not pregnant. You know. But um, Ela approached me a couple of days ago, and she's like, e "I was in bed, <laughs> just looking at the news or something." She's like, "Ethan, we got a problem, or something." <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't answer for a minute. Yeah, I was listening, I was just kind of groggy. <laughs> and you said something like two stripes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? No way. Yeah. When I did the test, I felt like I felt like there's no way. Like. Well, yeah, we've been trying for a while. Or something. You know. But um. <clears throat> the boys can swim. <laughs> it's good to know though, because it was kind of where I was worried that. Um, you we, know, you worry that's what well, what's wrong? What's going on? You know. Why yeah. can't I? Why can't? Why can't they yeah, get I in there? I stopped taking birth control, like maybe almost two years, two ago. years ago at this point. Yeah. So could be that. Can take a while. Yeah. But uh, so my so it worked. The boys can swim. The girls can catch, <laughs> and the team is functioning. You know, Ela started like a week ago before we knew she was prego. She's like, I'm hungry. Yeah, she started eating. She had pizza, and she's like, "And I have to tell you, this this was shitty pizza." And I'm not one to say that because pizza, in my opinion, is like sex. When it's good, it's great, and when it's bad, it's and still so pretty good. good. <clears throat> but no. so I'm like, this pizza is kind of sucky. And Neil is like, "Really? This is the best pizza I've ever had." And I'm just like, "Are you feeling okay? This pizza is not that good. I don't know why you're tripping about this pizza." But I think Ela's starting to get. Getting hungry. Yeah. Hmm? I don't know if it's if it even happens that early, but I can. I have been. I don't know. It's you weird. said you feel something going on in your stomach? Yeah, I feel like things are moving in my stomach. It's a, it's a fucking baby, dude. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> so anyway. So guys, don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone, please. Till ten weeks. <laughs> 
it's between all of us. Um, man, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, we've been trying for a while, but I was like, just so used to not getting yeah, pregnant. That it was like, I was like, oh, cool. Happening. I was like, cool, man. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but now. How am I going to take care of a kid when I'm so dysfunctional? Nah. Ela <laughs> believes in me. That's all that matters. Well, anyway, yeah. Ela's pregnant. So there you have it. At long. <laughs> yes, it is. Yep. Thank you. That is true. That's how I feel. Uh, so we thought we'd share that happy news with everybody. And thank you for joining us on this Blessed Friday to share this beautiful, wonderful news. Me inside internally. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Let's move on. We've got Shane. Now, the Shane documentary, we had talked about it in the previous episode, and I give Shane all the credit in the world. I mean, this guy has pioneered a new form of content on Mm -hmm. YouTube, okay? And he's got this incredible fan base, and he... The numbers are just, like, unprecedented. I've never seen. I mean, un- unbelievable. He has, like, like, 10 a, to 20 million He has, like, episode. a tweet that has 600,000 likes on yeah. a tweet. Yeah. What I is mean, going on? Yeah, it's wild. So, I mean, obviously, hats off to the to the guy. He's a friend of the show, even though... Even though... <laughs> even though he betrayed me. After all we've been through. Okay, cut. You, we're not... Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Let's at least get into it a little bit before... The Papa Father. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm reliving the memory of that great betrayal. Um, Anyway, so he goes on, as we touched on in the last episode, that Shane starts exploring this theory. What if Logan is the sociopath and Jake is living in the shadow of Logan, the sociopath? And it kind of took a weird turn. It just all became about who's a sociopath. Right. Like... Well, the next episode was him sitting for like 40 or 50 minutes with a therapist and super dramatic kind of just really dramatic kind of trying to diagnose him. And anyway, Logan Paul made a response video. And I mean, a lot of people have been criticizing Shane for his kind of the way that he's been trying to diagnose him. Mm hmm. Um, because he does this funny editing that's there. Him and his editor are really good at. Yeah. Where they create this like horror. They create thing. an atmosphere and attention, yeah. and the editing is very good. They're good at it, but it's like you're and also you're, talking about something serious. You're talking about a real person. You're talking about mental health, and we know it's yeah. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, which are like the two, you know. This kind of Tweedledee weird, and Tweedledum weird of combo. YouTube. But regardless, I'm not even trying to make a serious point about Shane. I don't, I honestly, I'm not here to refute or talk about any. I honestly, Logan Paul made a response video and it's given us, next, to us all le- here, one of the best gems that have ever come <laughs> across this platform. And so this to me was what was most important to share with you guys. Um, I'll let Logan speak for himself. Now, he he goes on the record, and he actually says, I'm not a sociopath, but I do have sociopathic tendencies, which is interesting. It sounds like he's been diagnosed the way he talks about it because he's very knowledgeable, and he goes, you're not either a sociopath or not a sociopath. It's it's a sliding scale, and some people have more sociopathic tendencies than others. but he goes on to say something that really resonated with me and made me really understand what he meant by that. So I'll share it with you guys now. 
considered sociopathic. Uh, Mark Jobs. Nope. Steve Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs. A lot of people, especially YouTubers, and Shane touched on this, you can't just say like, you're a sociopath. The word I would like to use is sociopathic tendencies. So a lot of us, me included, will do some dumb shit, maybe some stuff that lacks empathy, strictly for views, right? It gets us views, which gets us subscribers. Our motivating factor is to reach the next, next, next level. Sociopath is boiled down someone who is m just more savage than everyone else. I know it sounds- So that's it. I mean, that's pretty much a clinical definition of sociopath. <laughs> Somebody who is more savage than everybody else. And, um, I thank Logan for that definition. And I just think, and I'm just happy that that's in the world. Logan Paul saying, it's just someone that's more savage than everybody else. Double dab. Double dab will do ya. <laughs> Motivating factor is to reach the next, next, next level. Sociopath is boiled down someone who is m just more savage than everyone else. I know it sounds- I've just, I have a, I have trouble with that. I'm having trouble with that comparison. Because he's always making it cool for his fans because they're always like, savage. Yeah, that's what, so savage means cool, right? In their In his or, world. Yeah. So a sociopath, I think, aka antisocial personality disorder, which is someone that lacks empathy, <laughs> someone who has a general—I mean, there. I, I, again, I'm not going to. It's not a. It's not generally. It's not. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it savage necessarily. <laughs> you know. Are you sure? Maybe a psycho. And then, Ethan, uh, did you go to psychology school? Because I am not a. I am not a trained professional. Because, I don't know, savage sounds to me... It does sound very clinical. Clinical. Yeah, that it sounds like something you'd hear in a classroom. Um, <laughs> this whole argument, though, that between him and Shane, like, it's just... I feel like we shouldn't be... This whole thing about self-diagnosing and... I feel like even Logan's definition is wrong because I was trying to read about it online and educate myself a little bit before I came and did this podcast. And apparently sociopathy isn't even a clinical term. The real clinical term is antisocial personality disorder. And it's just this whole messy thing. I don't like that. It's just, I don't know. But Everyone now is just Googling and self-diagnosing. Yeah. yeah. And like, but anyway, Logan's defending himself. He does make a lot of good points in here. But um, a sociopath is basically someone that's more savage. <laughs> so, good, bro. gotta add that to the wiki page. Yeah, essentially, we need to add that to the clinical <laughs> definition of. Um, but it's someone that lacks empathy, someone that's very manipulative, someone that doesn't. I mean, they lack empathy, they cannot relate with human emotions. So, it enables them to do more callous things that many of us will not feel comfortable doing from mm -hmm. an empathetic standpoint. And so I guess that would make them literally more savage. And a <laughs> psychopath, which is a problem, Shane kept saying a sociopath and a psychopath he are the same like, thing. and implying. It, I don't think he said it's the same thing, but he wasn't very clean about it. Like he kept mixing them up at some point. Yeah. Which is what Logan Well, he would say sociopath and then he would show psychopath yeah. on the screen and like someone with a knife. <laughs> yeah. So I was reading about this trying to figure out what is the difference. So actually all psychopaths are sociopaths, mm -hmm. but a psychopath is a more severe um version of a sociopath they tend to be more violent they tend to be more criminal mm -hmm. and they tend to be more ruthless mm -hmm. 
A sociopath can still have bonds with, like, family members and strong friends, but random people that they meet on the street, they do not have any empathy for at all. Mm -hmm. So there is a distinction, but this implication that they're all, you know, creepy murderers is, yeah. is, not, is not true. But at any rate, the... At any rate, that's that. Then there was a part at the end of Shane's new. I've, I, I'm checking out on this on this documentary. Honestly, it's so long too. It's a lot, but this part made me uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. So he's teasing. This one's called "The Enemies of Jake Paul," and he is teasing. In the next episode, this therapist that he sat down with is gonna go undercover as a producer secretly. They're not gonna tell Jake Paul so that she can study him all day. And make a diagnosis of him. That seems kind of unethical. It's you just, think? I mean, so here, here, here it is. I mean, I, the whole thing is making me uncomfortable, honestly. Come up with a plan because. But he, he does. Shane does acknowledge that. I mean, he knows that it's weird. <laughs> but he he's says still going to do he's it. He still is going to do it. <laughs> but anyway, here it is. A therapist with us, and she's there the whole time. I don't think he's going to be like himself. I don't think he's going to be comfortable. I think he's going to be kind of fake. So I came up with a plan. And it sounds really shady. And I've never done anything like this before. The plan is, I'm going to have Katie, the therapist, pretend to be our producer. And she's going to be with us the whole day, watching, listening, analyzing. I love this shot. Watch this. Body language. How she's just <laughs> at her, like the corner of her eye. Uh, like that's how she makes her diagnosis. Like she's this is her all day. <laughs> I just love the image of this therapist with them all day like this. Just looking at the side of her vision at them. <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's straight. I don't know, man. This shit's strange. Like, I mean, so here you go. What he's like when the camera turns off. And then throughout the day, she's going to kind of take me in another room. So Jake will have no idea. And then we'll go into the other room and I'll just be like, how's it going? What do you think? Well, first of all, let me say this. Jake specifically has told So there you go. I don't know. It's feeling weird. And like, I feel like it's unnecessary because if you, if she went, like, Jake would still be himself over. A long day, you know, if they're at his house. Well, like you, you'll put on a show for like five minutes, but eventually it'll be himself. A sociopath, apparently, is capable and well aware of the facade that they put on. Mm -hmm. Actually, what I read is that a psychopath, so a sociopath generally is more messy in how they present themselves to the world, but a psychopath mm -hmm. is extremely efficient. That they can have a mask up all the time, like, even yeah. under stress and duress, mm -hmm. so that they never let their guard down. Yeah. So it is one of the attributes. It's just, but that being said, that I really don't so think serious. Jake. Like, I really don't think Jake is a sociopath. We're just and, talking about Jake Paul. Yeah, it's yeah. I the thing is, he didn't really need this whole angle. I would have been interested in just when a really sincere look into Jake Paul's life. Like, just I don't know why the they day needed, with him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that we needed this really dramatic. Mm -hmm. Angle of sociopathy. Yeah. You know. PewDiePie made a video about it. He made some good points about it. A yeah. really long video. But he was like, when they were talking about sociopathy, him and the therapist were saying that it was like icky and gross. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. What do I know? But it's getting bizarre. I, 
It's a wild ride, man. This is some wild new territory here. People are loving it. Yeah. And the thing is, it's Jake Paul, so it's hard for anyone to be like... It's very difficult to, to ever take side. Jake yeah. or Logan's side. Like, Logan made a very reasonable response to to Shane's video, it, and it has like 50% Surprisingly, yeah, he did. Like, I was, I was feeling kind of bad that... Like, here. Like stupid, the downvotes is like 130,000 down, and he didn't really say anything worthy of a downvote, personally, in my opinion. But hey, that's the world we live in. <laughs> that's the tube we tube in, eh? <laughs> so, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. It seems unethical, but I'm gonna watch the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh! This fucking guy, this Kavanaugh guy, he's trying to get on the Supreme Court. Again, there's a lot of politics going on here. You guys probably heard of Kavanaugh and how he was um, accused of all this uh, sexual misconduct, which is sexual misconduct. That's a nice way of saying rape, kind of. But regardless of what he did or didn't do, I don't know. My only interest in this, my friends, is the fact that they are arguing over what is a boof. <laughs> Now, boofing is a big part of this show, as you may recall. We have been trying to get to the bottom of what a boof is for a long time. I feel it bad fits for that. Right into the equation, a boof and a goof and a gaff is a laugh. Mm -hmm. What happens if you boof a goof? Now, we were wondering what's a boof, and Eric from Comment Etiquette came in with a definition as we were wondering what is a boof. And I look it up. It's not actually a word, but you found it on Urban Dictionary. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. the best. Which, which is. Perfect place to define something like this. Apparently, and correct me if your definition is wrong, it's when you shove drugs up your ass, when you go to a rave or dance yeah. party, you boof it in. No, that's, <laughs> we're on the same page. That's act. So, actually, I've got to revise that definition a bit. I'm pretty sure it means taking drugs up the ass. That's what I've heard. Yeah. You because know, apparently the the anus, the colon, is very absorb, absorbive, absorptive. And so drinking mm. is like, you know. And it's like you do an enema with alcohol. It's like this. You know this meme where it's like, I sleep, I, I'm awake. So drinking alcohol in the mouth, I sleep. <laughs> Boofing alcohol in your ass, I'm awake. That refers to flatulence. Yes. So basically the, the an anus sucks in as way more membrane. So if you're taking any kind of illicit drug... You put it up the ass, boy, and you are going to be get, taking that one ride ticket to Valhalla. If you're willing to do that. You don't have to taste it. You don't have to encounter any bad stuff. You just boof it right up there. <laughs> what, do you shotgun a beer up your ass? I don't know how that works. I don't know. I heard there was kids that were dipping vodka or tampons in vodka and then shoving it oh up their God. ass to get drunk. It's like, just drink just it. Just take a shot. Just drink it. <laughs> Um, but apparently you get drunk quicker, and it's a pleasant experience. Mm. But I just, I love, you know how Post Malone's really good at shotgunning beers? I wonder uh, how fast he can boof beer. Bong, beer bong, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't a uh, friend of the show, Steve-O, uh, in one of those Jackass movies, uh. boofed a beer out of, like, a beer bong up his ass? <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that's what I'd like to see Post Malone doing. I think that's the next <laughs> rock star step. Um I just like to imagine someone on their back with their cheeks out and a bunch of bros <laughs> shoving a fat tube up the dude's ass. Some Vaseline handed up by Tyra Banks. And um, 
just boofing a beer right up the stink hole. What was Tyra Banks doing? She's the Vaseline goddess. No, what was it? She in your picture? She they use Vaseline from her. Oh, from yeah. her. It's the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. If if Austin's gonna be boofing any beers, He's I'm gonna make not sure boofing I'm gonna make beer. sure he gets the best Vaseline to lube that anus up because that's obviously so much easier. I disapprove. Than drinking it, but at any rate, let's watch. Yeah, ca- let's sir. watch a future Supreme Court justice discuss boofing, <laughs> and this is the greatest timeline. What do you like, Judge? Have you? I don't know if it's buffed or buffed. buffed? How do you pronounce that? Judge. That refers to flatulence. No, we it doesn't. Six- it. <laughs> it does not refer to flatulence. We all know. Even if you support this guy, you know that this guy is not talking about flatulence. So flatulence is uh, it's a fart. Farting? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it? And, and guys, and again, I'm not taking sides. I'm not throwing my chips. I don't. I'm so over politics. Okay. I'm here for the boofs and the goofs. <laughs> but we all know, all of us watching, even those of you who support Kavanaugh and everything he does, you know, whatever, what the fuck ever, you know what a boof is. And this man. Did they ever get to what a goof is? They didn't ask that. Hmm. Wish I was there. I'd tell them. <laughs> what is a goof? Define a goof. It's kind of hard to define. It's a laugh. It's a giggle. It's a giggle. <laughs> there you go. Um, this guy, if he goes down for lying about what a goof is, this con- <laughs> perjury. Now we've made America great again. <laughs> I mean, he lied to the Senate. I mean, right here, we all it's know what perjury, a goof is. Perjury, right? It's perjury of the highest order. We've all, everyone here who's a fan of this podcast and listens here on a regular basis. me in your deposition that they asked you to define what a meme is. Mm-hmm. Very similar moments. Meme is kind of hard to define. Yeah. A boof has a very literal definition. <laughs> and it's not a flatulent. That refers to flatulence. No, it does not. <laughs> but I'm saying that we've all here who have been a fan and watched along and learned along with us. We all learned together what is boofing. Yeah. And this judge, who wants to sit on the highest court in the world, he committed perjury over what it means to put beer up his ass. (laughs) He should go down for that. (laughs) I'm saying if you're... Flatulence, I've never heard that. It's just like a nice word for farting. Yeah, he's went to Yale, so he's not allowed to say fart. (laughs) He has to say flatulence. But what if he was just like, that's when you put beer up your ass? That. <laughs> the, I'd be like, look, I was 15. I was 16 years yeah. old. We were young boys. It's a joke. It's what happened. Yeah. It's putting beer up like, your ass. I feel like that would get him more credit with people. Absolutely. They'd be like, They'd be like well, that guy's telling the fucking truth. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't lie about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess he was trying to be more. Well, he kept, he, kept, he kept trying to downplay his drinking, so that's what it was. He's always trying to be like, oh, nothing in there has anything to do with drinking. Look, dude, you put some, you, you, you took some beer up the ass. I get it, man. We're all trying to have fun. <laughs> you were a young man at the time. <laughs> yep. By the way, this guy's name is Mr. White House. <laughs> wonder what kind of job he, that guy's after. <laughs> Imagine having a president called Mr. White House. President White House. <laughs> this just in from the White House. It's almost like Papa John at Papa John's. Papa John. Papa John at Papa John dot Papa John. <laughs> anyway, 
I just love that boofing has been the center of a national controversy, and uh, yeah. I, I had to acknowledge it. So, Judge... Hmm, shouldn't have lied about the boofing. That refers to flatulence. It does not. <laughs> Absolutely does not. And everyone listening, you goddamn well know it does not. So, up next, we've got Ian, the intern, the wonderful, beloved by all. He oh, has yeah. got a presentation. Kanye has been all over the news. People have been waiting. Yeah, Kanye's been up to a lot. And you guys may not know this about Ian, the intern, but um, he is a huge Kanye fan. He is a, he's actually even written a screenplay about Kanye's but, life. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's, you didn't know that? No. He's, he is, I mean, he's obsessed. It's a little weird. <laughs> So he has come with a presentation, and I'm super excited. I mean, everything Ian puts together is gold. <laughs> after that, that's coming up after the break. Then we've got a Papa John update. We've got all kinds of fun stuff, including this. Check this out. Papa John updates are my favorite updates. Oh, God. Every time it's amazing, and this time's no exception. <laughs> a dream cruise in Australia was ruined by 1,300 Indian men partying from a tobacco company that brought Playboy bunnies with them. And ruined the boat ride for everybody. We got footage. We got everything you need to enjoy that story. So we're going to throw it to a commercial break. And when we come back, Ian, your boy, is going to be here with all the Kanye updates that you could ever want. And so much more. Stay tuned. 23andMe is a DNA testing service that can offer insights into your ancestry, health, wellness, and traits, my dudes. I love this thing, man. You spit in a cup. You send it off, some dude in an office throws it in his mouth, <laughs> and then he tells you everything you need to know about you. I'm just kidding. I don't think that's how they do it. But you do spit in a vial, you send it off to a bunch of scientists, they crunch the numbers, and they tell you all this interesting stuff about you. Like your weight, your sleep quality, caffeine intake, sense of taste, whether you are likely to be lactose intolerant, and so much. And if you're likely to die from Alzheimer's or not, which is a really fun one. But it's good <laughs> it's to know. Fun. It's good to know. And it's easy to do. Um, the bitter taste report. Here's some interesting ones. Do you prefer sweet or salty foods? Mm. DNA can play a role in determining your food preferences. That's interesting. Sleep report. Are you a deep sleeper or are you a light sleeper? Are you likely to move during your sleep? It's all in that vial of spit, folks. Saturated fat weight report. Based on your genetics, may are you likely to be a big fat, fatty, <laughs> fat, fat, or like Elon, be skinny? We have different dis, uh, dispositions, and frankly, it's not it's not your fault. Remember that scene from Good Wolf Hunting? That's that's twenty three and me, with their hand on my shoulder, going, "Ethan, it's not your fault. You're fat. <laughs> it's not your fault." Um, lactose intolerant. Hey, they got it all and so much more. They're gonna tell you about what your background is from, your geographical background, you Italian, you French. What are you? Let's find Italian. out. Italian. Are you Italian? Let's find out right now. Head on over to 23andMe. This is interesting, fascinating stuff. You're going to learn all about yourself. It's so awesome. Go to uh, 23andMe.com slash H3. That's 2-3. The numbers 2-3andMe.com slash H3. Imagine a world where on your phone you can order anything you want at any time of the day, any day of the year. That's what Postmates gives you. That's the power of Postmates. I love Postmates. I love Postmates. 
It's the best thing that's ever been invented. Here's how it works. You just download the app. 24 hours a day, 365 a year. Postmates will bring you whatever you want within that hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver mm-hmm. to make sure there's no effing funny bee business. It's like a personal assistant. It's basically, yeah, a freelance personal assistant. That's right, you have a very good analogy. You forgot eggs, you forgot milk, no effing problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Looking for some beer, some cigarettes? You know, what don't, don't I mean, smoke. that's just, it's nice when you're like, man, I'm, I'm drunk and I'm at home. I want a frozen pizza and some cigarettes. That's what Postmates is all about. Oh, oh, I want some fr- on this food app, but my favorite restaurant doesn't deliver. Postmates does <laughs> every time. All right. Postmates is your new long-term munchies booty call. They wrote that, not me. <laughs> I just want to make that clear, but it's a good point. It's a good analogy. You do not get to fuck your driver, though. That is not part of the deal. So, for a limited time, Postmates is giving you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So, to start your free deliveries, download the app today and use code H3. That's code H3 for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Save the hassle, get the food you love fast at Postmates with code H3. Listen, sometimes we can all use a little help. And some people more than others, okay? Here's what's the deal. Sexual performance issues, it's more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. And 40% of men by age 40 struggle with not being able to get their dick rock hard like they used to be able to get it. And even the world's greatest actors can't fake one. That's right, even Tom Cruise can't fake having an erection. I don't know why Tom he's not the best actor in the world. Uh, Marlon, who's the best actor in the world? He can't fake an erection. Why do Leo. guys... Leo DiCaprio? He doesn't need help get an erection. That guy walks around rock hard. Uh, why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science, my dudes? This is the real deal. We've got well-known generic equivalents to name by prescription to help you combat and fight this erectile dysfunction epidemic. We as men need our dicks rock hard and ready to fuck. Okay? These are prescriptions backed by science. There's no waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor visits. There's no lines. You're saving hours by going to forhimscom slash H3. It's so easy. Sorry, it's H3ED. It's so easy. Answer a few quick questions and chat with the doctor for confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door. Severe ED isn't just an issue for rich old guys in bathtubs. Why are they in bathtubs all the time? <laughs> it affects men's in their 30s and their 40s. Doing whatever you do. I don't I don't take a bath. I'm not, I haven't taken a bath since I was five. Being your best means performing your best. It's erectile without the dysfunction, folks. Made hard. Say, stay hard. Say hello to your little friend by going to... Tri- uh, by going to forhims, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash H-3-E-D. And today you can try a month's supply for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. So see the website for all details. This would usually cost you hundreds of bucks if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. That's forhims dot com slash H-3-E-D. Get your dick rock fucking hard. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> We're here with Ian, the intern, who has prepared with us another of his classic PowerPoint presentations. Thank you so much, Ian, for taking the time to put that together for us. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been working on this a a long, long day. It's your life's (laughs) work. It's the culmination of your life's work. The culmination of a full 24 hours, for sure. Are you are a Kanye mega fan, is that correct to say? Yeah. I'd probably say top 100. Top 100 fans in the world? 
I'd say so. That's wow. So if you That's know anyone disputes that, try try me. <laughs> so the only way you could be a bigger fan is kind of by stalking him and waiting yeah. outside his house and yeah. attempting to murder him. and wearing his skin. Yeah, and wearing his skin. <laughs> the lampshade. Okay, so you're you're just one step under a, a psychopathic murderer. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Now what is it about? Do you think about... you're a sociopath? I don't, we shouldn't get into that. <laughs> yeah, now is not the time or place. He was a therapist spying on you. Buddy. You gotta yeah. give me the side look. Yeah. <laughs> um, now tell me, what is it about Kanye that intrigue? Do you? Well, let me say, are you fans of anyone else, or is Kanye like he's your guy? There's a lot of people I like, but he's definitely <laughs> he's your guy. Yeah. And what is it about Kanye that that you love so much that intrigues he's, you? He's probably the only person in pop culture that I. Get close to saying like role model. He's a role model. What what are, what are the attributes model. that you look up to of his? Like how his blatant honesty that mm-hmm. gets him in a lot of trouble. But he feels like one of the only authentic people. Like everything he thinks, even though you know some of it is stupid, mm-hmm. he doesn't hesitate to let you know all of his flaws or all of his issues, and mm-hmm. that's more relatable to me than mm-hmm. everyone else. He's authentic. Yeah. That's yeah. what you like. Yeah, definitely. And we see all the faults and the cracks and all that. Interesting. And it's it's like you know everyone's like that, mm. but he's like one of the few that's brave it. enough to be like, yeah, this is this is how I am, and I'm kind of you know. And you're a fan of his music, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's great. He's your favorite musician as well as artist. Yeah, yeah. I, I love his music. Have you seen his sex tape? <laughs> Wait, he, he never made it. Did he? Oh, did you have you seen uh, Kim him with Kardashian's Ray J. sex tape? Yeah, yeah. What do you think about it? Any good? It's not good. It's not that good. Yeah, it's not. <clears throat> All these celebrity sex takes are so underrated. It's like, do you think that she in- they intentionally released that, right? I, it's like not quite sure. But it's true that that sex tape was kind of what put her on the <clears throat> map, right? It definitely helped before that, and then she was really close with Paris Hilton and right. was right. running around in those sure. circles and stuff. I think I saw on Pornhub that the Kim Kardashian sex tape has like over a hundred million views or Whoa. something crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like massive on there. It's pretty wild. Um, okay. You've seen it. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen it. I mean, you're not missing much. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of like dude POV, right? Yeah, it's just, it's bad. Bad angles. You just can't mm. really enjoy the show, <laughs> as they say. How many times have you watched it? More than not one? Often, just not like, often. Just like... Every once in a while. No, not even recently. I Like multiple times? Well, now I, I respect Kim and the family. You don't watch it anymore? No. But before... <laughs> how many times have you seen it? More than five times or less than five times? Less. Be honest. Less. Honestly, I'd say less. I, I would tell you truth. Like, okay. like three, three, four... <laughs> we you so, like four and a half. And so, <laughs> yeah, well, obviously halves. I mean, you have to be crazy to watch the whole thing. Um, um, and are you a fan of Kim Kardashian as much as the, Kanye? Not as nowhere near, yeah. but I've come to like her through Kanye. Do you see what he finds in her? Like the yeah, what is what it is that it? he finds in her? <laughs> I'm curious. I think I am really that, curious. Well, that's another. <laughs> Both of these people are so hated, like mm. like vitriolic, like fury, right? And I think it's it's uh, you know a little unnecessary. She's like everything she just did, getting that woman out of prison. That was very cool. cool. Yeah. And she's actively. It's weird. There's pictures of her just she's going to the White House now, kind of semi regularly, just hanging out and trying to. She has a you whole think list. Trump's trying to fuck her. Oh yeah. 
That's fun. All right. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Into the what is then what is this? Kanye what versus the world? What are we calling this? Uh Kanye decoded. Kanye mm. decoded. Wow. Yeah, hey, well, lead, we'll take jump my in. hand okay. and lead me in. Go right in. So jobs. <laughs> Ford. Edison. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disney. I see where this is going. Einstein. <laughs> Picasso. How many of these? How many heads? Please, many please. I'm I'm in the middle of something here. Shakespeare. Uh, Andy Warhol. Warhol. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot for a second. Von Schweetz. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Dora the Explorer. Von Schweetz, apparently. Von Vanellope Von Schweetz. We're off to a strong start here, Ian. Da Vinci. You know, uh, Hughes. Phelps. Did you rehearse this? <laughs> Socrates. I'm, I'm getting to a thing. <laughs> Tesla. You know, uh, Michelangelo. Oh, third row. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hawking. Are you trolling me? Is there a presentation or is it just we're saying? Getting, we're things? getting there. Getting there. Okay. Beethoven. Yeah. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Buddy. The elf. Not not Will Ferrell, the mm. elf. Buddy. <laughs> West. Thank are you with me so far? I think so. What is it you're trying to say here? Ah, a great mind. These are all people Kanye has compared himself to. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. So you definitely you had a thing here. Nice. Yeah. There's there's reason behind the madness. Okay. So Ian, I shouldn't have doubted you. Yeah. So the elf. What did he? What's who's who was that? A Disney. Yeah. Oh, Von Schweetz. Yeah. Who's what? Did, how did he compare himself to Von Schweetz? He said, because you've seen Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. She, like, is a, she's the glitch. Mm-hmm. Kanye says, I'm the glitch. He's the glitch. We're going to decode that right now. Yeah. And, you know, that is what we're trying to do. To the Matrix. Kanye decoded the enigma of political affiliation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are upset about, you know, this guy's recent activities. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it kind of kicked off a few weeks ago. He announced his new album, Yandi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it was coming out September 29th. Yandi is Kanye and Gandhi. Oh, wow, that's, that's not a bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the album cover. It's similar to his album from 2013, Yeezus. Mm. Mm. So this is the... Yandy. Now, he's making a play on words that he's some kind of savior, but does he actually believe that? Because he is has manic states. Does he believe he is Yeezus? Probably in those states, he's gets close. Mm. <laughs> Uh, especially recently, he's on this whole love thing yeah. that I'll talk about. But so he releases this September 29th, and then I gave it a little spin there. Very nice. <laughs> SNL announced that he would be the host on the 29th, mm-hmm. or he'd, he'd be the musical guest. So everyone assumed, okay, he's going to come, he's going to mm. play some new songs, the album will come out. So first song, I'm sure you saw this performance. I did. I he love it. Yeah. Sketchy. <laughs> uh, Lil Pump. Stuck in my head. Song one, we're having fun. Yeah. We're having fun out here. Song two, so cool. Mm. So cool. Are those your... <laughs> I think those are Ian's summaries of that experience. Okay. Yeah. That's my review. Yeah. Came out, played a song called We Got Love. It's great. Very cool. Song three, liberals can't control me. Mm. Takes a turn. Hold on. 
takes a turn and Hang on. people weren't quite happy about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he launched into a speech at the end of, he was playing Ghost Town. And then NBC cut the stream. Wow, they cut him off? Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen this. And some some people are saying oh, it was just because they ran out of time, but it was right before he launched into this speech. And someone recorded it who was backstage. Oh, they cut it. It never got aired. Yeah. Oh. So, wow. All right. Uh, here's a recording from one of his main producers who was backstage. Chala, Chala, Chala. You see, they laughing at me. You heard them, they scream at me. They bully me. They bullied me backstage. They said, don't go out there with that hat on. They bullied me backstage. They bullied me. One Trump fan in the audience. And then they say, I'm in a sunken place. You can see the cats see laughing the in the background. Place? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to y'all now. Or I'm gonna put my Superman cape on. Cause this means you can't tell me what to do. Follow your heart and stop following your mind. That's how we're controlled. That's how we're programmed. If you want the world to move forward, try love. Thank y'all for giving me this platform. I know they some did. of y'all don't agree. Yeah, <laughs> they cut his ass out. Yeah, he was off air at this point. Helpful. He's killing it, I though. I like what he's saying. Ninety percent of news are liberal. Well, that can't be true. Yeah, 90% of TV, LA, New York, writers, rappers, musicians. So it's easy to make it seem like it's so, so, so one-sided. And, uh, They're just stuck up there. I yeah, they kind of held, held them hostage a little bit. I thought this country said I could be me. Also, they're very anti-Trump, so he's kind of bitching them out, too. I love me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it too. So that's about it. You know what? I thought that was a beautiful, authentic, tender moment, and it's a real goddamn yeah. shame they cut him off like that. It kind of gives you context to why he's wearing this hat. Right. Kind of feel like they should have kept it in. It's yeah. not really. I mean, it is obviously very provocative, but I understand. I appreciate the point he's trying to make of like stepping across the aisle mm-hmm. and seeing people as people and not. Because it's so easy from the left to right to just demonize, and that's what they do. Because I watch a lot of left wing uh, media, like Jimmy Kimmel and the Stephen Colbert's, and all these guys, and they're just they talk about, and Bill Maher, they talk about the other side like they're just monsters, you know. Bill Maher is the only one that actually will have a conversation with the other side, yes. pretty frequently. But like Jimmy Kimmel treats them like they're monsters. Yeah. So I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, and there was another part, I I don't know where it went, but where he said, like, you guys kind of go at Trump, like, a little too hard, Mm -hmm. and it's nonstop, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really help anything. Yeah. So he told him as well, like... I love how he's like, thank you for a platform, and they're like, dude, we pulled the plug (laughs) two minutes ago. Yeah, they're like, we gotta get this guy out of here. Oh, man, I feel bad. Well, I'm glad that somebody recorded it. Yeah. And how, how have people reacted to that clip? Not great. Not great. No. Um, there's another one that everyone saw first. Chris Rock was in the audience and he was filming it and he's just laughing. And Wait, he's, Chris Rock filmed it? What a weird twist. Yeah, on, <laughs> on uh, his Instagram story. <laughs> and wild. you could hear him chuckling and being like, <coughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. <coughs> well, what do you expect? It's Kanye West. Yeah, you know, that's it's weird that he would have that reaction. Who's surprised? 
But also, I find it I find it a little bit rude and condescending to laugh at a guy who's trying to express himself authentically. Yeah, it's like yeah. listen to the guy. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the point that he's making. Cause just because he's wearing that hat, is immediately labeled like a joke. And it's like, why can't anyone wear like 50% of the country apparently supports Donald Trump and rocks that hat? So why is it like that when you wear that hat, it's like wearing a swastika or some shit? It's like, that's the, that, those are your neighbors. Yeah. The hat is, it's getting such like a visceral, immediate response from people, and then mm. they don't want to dig deeper. But again, I'm sure there's, I, I feel like I'm maybe supporting that too much, because then there's a lot of people like, well, he's a, I, I'm not saying one way or the other. I appreciate the act of trying to reconcile these yeah. very fractured companies country that we live in i mean i had that immediate reaction when i saw him with the hat on the show i was like "Ugh, why are, yeah why are you wearing that like that was my first reaction yeah. but it's all just like but, oh pol- we're all so sick of politics too it's yeah. like just fucking make music and entertain us because there's also people that are like oh well he's only doing that because he doesn't really care he's just he's in the headlines again and mm-hmm. then, i don't believe that yeah because he kept doing it after his last album came he's out getting a lot of shit for it too yeah like, so the day after that, then he posts this photo. <laughs> That's such a funny picture. On Instagram. <laughs> and the caption, this represents good and America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in mm-hmm. America and create jobs. We'll provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment message sent with love. I'm not sure that Trump said anything about Peace and love. freeing people from prison. Yeah, he's... And then this got him in some trouble because... Yeah, this this is this is less about... This is more political. This is like yeah. I'm a I support Donald Trump. Yeah, and then the he said abolish the Thirteenth Amendment, which is the one that you yeah. know uh, this the whole slavery. ended slavery. Yeah. But then there's like a, a section of that that says except for people Prisoners. in prisons. Yeah, mm. and he later said I meant the word amended. It's like, bro, you gotta, you gotta clarify <laughs> that. Like that. Come yeah. on, you gotta know that doesn't come off good. Yeah, so, with a with a MAGA hat. Yeah, and I think. He's still trying to be like this. I'm a lot reaching of people, across. But. A lot of people pointed out that like the MAGA hat has a label that says "Made in China," <laughs> and so it's like if you want to start a movement. Well, yeah. you know, there's this great clip yeah. of when Donald was running for the Republican nominee. Yeah. He went on Jimmy Kimmel. It was so great, and Kimmel had a bunch of Trump ties and they were with the label "Made, made in China." China. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So then the response to this, here's a couple reactions. Chris Evans. <coughs> Captain America. Big names. Captain America come with a lot of likes. He jumped in. 600,000 likes. <clears throat> yeah. So if, uh, his response, there's nothing more maddening than debating someone who mm-hmm. doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myopia as virtue. The level of unapologetic conjecture I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating. It's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely terrifying. That got 600,000 likes. I don't think people even understood I don't what understand. he just said. Like, he tried it way too hard to sound smart there. <laughs> yeah, he went all in. He he got the Websters out. <laughs> he fought, dude. That was straight up sponsored by thesaurus.com. Um, yeah. Seriously, 600,000 people slammed that? I mean, that's just such. I mean, I. I yeah. Know. And then Lana Del Rey commented. Oh. This one had like, on his right under his. Uh, photo. This one had like thirty thousand likes. By the way, I want to say once again for the record, I'm not I'm not supporting in favor of Donald Trump. And in fact, I want to say, 
He definitely made it too political at that point. Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't like that one. He, because then again, it's like, oh, we're talking about bringing, it's like, eh, I like, I like yeah. the gesture of healing the divide. Yeah. But then he made it political and using these talking points. And I, yeah. so I understand the backlash at that point. Should have kept it pure about that. Pure. Just you got to stick to one love, point. Like it was pure, yeah. where he started. I like it where he's like, don't scapegoat me just because I like this guy along with 50% of the America. But now you got Chris Evans going to thesaurus.com and writing a dissertation, <laughs> a thesis, a doctoral uh, yeah. on it. Doctor America. I cannot believe 600,000 people pretended to understand what he just wrote. <laughs> I can. I you can, can understand. I know. Uh, I can believe that. that <laughs> There's nothing more maddening than debating someone who doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myopia as virtue. What the level unapologetic conjecture? What the fuck? <laughs> Just say what you mean. Like, you, why are you writing an essay on Twitter? The level of unapologetic conjecture I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating, it's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely- Dude! Especially when you're gonna, like, criticize Kanye for not being educated, then you come up with the fancy words. I dare you to whip out the dictionary and decode <laughs> this tweet. <laughs> Such a pompous fuck- like, just fucking say what you wanna say, dude. You don't like what the guy says, you think he's uneducated and, uh, you know. Yeah, he he definitely went a little overboard. And then Lana Del Rey, Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but your support of him is a loss for the culture. Mm. Uh, I can only assume you relate to his personality on some level, delusions of grandeur, extreme issues yeah. with narcissism, none of which would be a talking point if we weren't speaking about the man leading our country. If you think it's all right to support someone who believes it's okay to grab a woman by the pussy just because he's famous, then you need an intervention as much as he does. Something so many narcissists will never get because there just isn't enough help for the issue. Message sent with concern that will never be addressed. Mm. So that's that, real beef. That's beef. Mm -hmm. She performed at his wedding. Well, mm. oh, really? Shit. Yeah. So tell me, how do you feel about about what Kanye said as a fan and a student of his? I think that I think that he's going about it the completely wrong way. Right, and. I, I see what he's trying to do, yeah. and I'm not going to get, like, I think people are in shock because I was looking up, like, <coughs> what celebrities actually endorse Trump, mm -hmm. and it's a real row of characters. Yeah, yeah. Not, the, not the best one, is <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, like, far and away the most relevant entertainer to everyone. What was the other one, like Meatloaf and shit like that? <laughs> yeah. It's like Meatloaf. The first one was Roseanne. That was mm -hmm. the first one right. that popped up. Oh, sorry, one sec. I thought that Ooh, bitch was white! Yeah, and like um, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah. I think people can't believe, because no one else is even getting close to that conversation mm -hmm. who who is popular. And, right, sure. Yeah. So, and then the last one was from Questlove. He said, you know, we aren't even typing his name. I find it strange he isn't trending, yet we are all typing the same thing. For all that, he's canceled talk. There was an ounce of hope in our souls tonight. But all we got was, well, I'm kind of sad, man. That was about the SNL performance. Mm -hmm. So all three of those guys jumped in. And then Snoop. Snoop. Uh, Snoop went in for the kill. <laughs> this guy named DJ Pooh uh, 
reposted the photo and said, MAGA, music ain't getting attention. So he's <laughs> saying he's kind of promo. Sure. And then Snoop in the comments, make your music again. Bleep. N-word. Uh, yeah. With a a make your music great again. Yeah. N-word. Uh-huh. Yeah. With an A at the end. And then he called him uh, Uncle, Uncle Tom. Tom. Now, Uncle Tom, um, for those of you who don't know, because Ela didn't know what I that is. I didn't know. There was a book, I don't remember what it was called, right, but a fictional character. It was called uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Oh, yeah, Uncle Mm. Tom's Cabin. A black man that owns slaves, so he's betraying his own kind, in other words. Yeah, so he he said that, and here was an earlier post from him. (laughs) What the fuck? This was from when Kanye first put the hat on. Mm. He said, the new Kanye, well, all white, now, way to go, dude. (laughs) Edited him, you know. (laughs) So... <clears throat> He's been mad at Kanye for a while. Sure. After this one on the left, then Kanye went out and wore a picture of Snoop Dogg yeah. on his shirt. And then immediately Snoop Dogg posted it and said, forgiveness is everything. So he won him over kind Very of easily. easily. <laughs> yeah. And then like, yeah, Kanye. And then I love how Snoop was like, you Uncle Tom, which is kind of like the worst thing you could say to another black. I mean, that's that is like a bad. lot of hate. I don't know. Right. And then he just wears the shirt <laughs> while still having the <laughs> hat. hat on. Yeah, <laughs> but I. But again, it's it's great. That's what he's you know he's trying to do. But yeah. I think Kanye beautifully disarmed that situation. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. But I was like, so who's forgiving who in that scenario? You know what I mean? Snoop. I guess Snoop Everyone's is forgiving, forgiving Kanye just because he wore the cause shirt. He acknowledged him. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, you know... I'm going to have to use that. Who have I wronged? I'm going to start wearing this shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's a move. That's a move for sure. Yeah. And then Trump tweeted after the SNL performance, like many... <laughs> of course. <laughs> you have a Trump? You had one last week. The Trump. Like many... No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, not going to torture that. Nope. <laughs> Like I can do my best as Stephen Colbert doing Trump. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and that's too Nobody much. wants that. Like many, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. Do you have a Trump? No, not a good one. <laughs> like many, I mean, it's all. I don't. Yeah, okay. it's just this. It's all, okay. Go yeah, ahead, yeah, we get it. Let's go ahead. Like many, I don't watch Saturday Night Live, even though I past hosted it. No longer funny. No talent or charm. It is just a political ad for the Dems. Word is that Kanye West, who put on a MAGA hat after the show, despite being told no, was great. He's leading the charge. Very cool, Kanye. Very cool. <laughs> uh, So everyone's kind of going, but why? Why is he doing this? Mm -hmm. Why is he just, you know, tanking his legacy like this? (laughs) Did you make this photo? No, no, I can't. (laughs) It's a good, good show. So you got to go back to 2013. This isn't the first time he's done this. A lot of people kind of forgot. He put out his album Yeezus in June of 2013. And then he put out all of the merch and all of the merch was covered in the confederate flag wow that's oh. pretty racy yeah literally <laughs> and so that was a huge thing at the time then everyone, i didn't see that yeah and i don't think we were following kanye so closely why do you look like a midget oh kind of like until we met down. ian yeah. i'm not supposed to be a midget i guess ain't either <laughs> <laughs> yeah so a bunch of the merch had it a lot of people were upset and here's a clip of him in 2013 explaining why he wore mm. why he wore the Confederate flag merch. 
the tour merch, I read, which I thought was kind of like, mm, but people, I feel like people just want to find something to get, Yeah, you know, they just want to get all riled up about something. Yeah. But it was about the tour merch and the Confederate flags and the skeleton imagery and things like yeah. that. I mean, do you think people are overreacting with this? React how you want. Like I said. It's making them react, I any, guess, right? Any energy you got is good energy. You know, the Confederate flag represented slavery in a way, the way my, my abstract, I'm, that's my abstract take on what I know about it, right? So I made the song New Slaves. So I took the Confederate flag and made it my flag. It's my flag now. Now cool. what you gonna do? I like it. <laughs> yeah. So his, yeah, that's great. That's a great, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then just, this was the day before the SNL performance where he was explaining the MAGA hat. But it's my hat. I redesigned it. I, I changed the brim. I mean, changed the shape right here. And I put positive energy into the hat. So that's what he said about it there. Yeah, but he <laughs> fucked it up when he started talking about political points. Yeah, that's definitely where it's getting he muddled. He fucked that up. Yeah. yeah. I think he started with this idea, and then a bunch of sort of uh, right, you know, um, right-leaning people in, in media started reaching out to him, and he started taking meetings with them. Mm -hmm. And I think then... They got in his brain. He got, he got some... polluted. Yeah, he got some talking mm -hmm. points from them, and, uh, you know... See, there you go. He's becoming what he hates, kind of. Isn't it true? I think that he really... I don't think there's any maliciousness. No, I know, but he's but, becoming but he's, almost a pawn to the... Uh, well, whatever. What the fuck do I know? No, it's kind of like, you know... Right. I mean, people they're that, whispering in his ear, and he's coming out... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking about, uh, you know, bringing jobs back or whatever. Not that that's a bad thing, but it is a talking point. Yeah. Uh, and then, let's see. So that was from that thing. He's wearing a Make America Great Again hat, and then his sweatshirt is Colin Kaepernick. Um, mm. He keeps trying to do this duality yeah. thing. Got it. These are all the people he follows on Twitter. It's like Bernie Sanders, Trump. Uh, Elon Musk. And then he, f <laughs> he followed those two at the same exact time, mm. Bernie and Trump. And then he followed Candace Owens, who is a Republican... Um, media personality and emma gonzalez who is kind of she was leading that anti-gun right right yeah he followed them at the exact same time too mm. uh, exact same time like mm -hmm. yeah it's like immediate mm. so he's trying to create he's making everything a statement yeah only eight followers yeah it's mm. an exclusive club <laughs> interesting someday wouldn't you get nine. in that club <laughs> yeah who is your opposite match yeah <laughs> I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't want we'll to have to find a nemesis for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a tweet. I haven't done enough research on conservatives to call myself or be called one. I'm just refusing to be enslaved by monolithic thought. All right. Um, here's a, it's more of just him saying, you know, the hat, does, it's not about policies. I'm not a politician like that. It represents overcoming fear and doing what you felt no matter what anyone said. You can't bully me. Liberals can't bully me. News can't bully me. The hip-hop community can't bully me. Uh, and here's Kim saying, you know, we would talk about policies and he doesn't agree with the policies. He likes his personality and how he made it to be president when everyone really underestimated him. Essentially. Mm -hmm. All right. And he likes the dragon energy. Yeah. <laughs> and here's one of his good friends after the after the performance. 
He has never said he agrees with Trump's policies, just the fact that no one would have thought Trump would be president, meaning he did the unbelievable, and that's the connection only. Him wearing the hat is his choice, and he feels he's stripping the power of hate that people give that hat by wearing it. Mm. He wants to love all, no matter how they speak of him or whatever we don't agree with, because that's how God works. God loves all. if If he was trying to strip... The power of hate that people give it by wearing it. He would. He's never said that. No, not well. He said he put like positive energy into the hat. Hmm. <laughs> but what does that mean? Really? Well, it means it's like diamond water. They they run it through. But he like well, when asked about the through con- energy. Yeah, he right. He washed it in diamond water. <laughs> but when asked about the Confederate flag, he gave a very straightforward explanation. He said, "This is represents slavery, and now it's mine." Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. God bless. God loves all. Uh, <laughs> and then here's a quick clip. He was asked about if he liked why he is showing support for Trump. Oh, wait. Where'd it go? There we go. So maybe that's what you like the idea of. Yeah. Not necessarily the idea of Donald Trump, but the idea of an outsider infiltrating. Yeah. I like that it showed you that anything is possible. It shows you that it doesn't, even like Virgil uh, working at Louis Vuitton, Trump being in office, it's a time for the unconventional. I'm, I'm very, I'm not a traditional mm-hmm. thinker. I'm, I'm a non-conformist. Mm-hmm. You know, so that relates to the non-conformist part of me. Now, you know, but I'm also, I'm a producer. I like to segue things. I like to take Otis, chop it up, do it like this. So what's the yay version? The yay version would be, the Trump campaign and maybe the, the Bernie Sanders principles. Mm-hmm. That would be my mix and stuff. But I think both had, you know, uh, you know, are needed. So that's, that's mm-hmm. there you go. So I don't know where he is with his thoughts on politics. Okay. But there you go. So really, yeah. the question was like, you know, can you turn this into? Something positive. Sure. I, I don't, personally, I don't think so. Mm. And it's you as just a, too charged, like the, yeah. you can't, in, in a way, like, it's hard to just say, I just like Trump because he made it against all odds mm-hmm. without acknowledging everything that he stands for. Mm-hmm. Well, I also rem- recall him saying that he has, he redesigned the hat. Yeah. He has a Yeezy version of the make. America Great Again hat that he wears. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic that he made his own hat there. Yeah, he changed the brim, yeah. changed the thing. Yeah. It doesn't look better, I have to say. It looks he looks a little goofy when he Yeah. The hat fit like if you recall the picture on Instagram, that's like a total goof angle. Yeah. Well, at any rate, Kanye, he's out there, he's doing his thing, he's authentic. Ian, you as a fan, you love him. Yeah. Against all odds forever. So what, what, if you could say anything to Kanye right now, what would you tell him? Kanye's right here. What do you say? (laughs) I'd probably say, well, first, I think that, um, I appreciate what he's trying to do. Yes. But it's like, it's like a Sisyphus task. He's like rolling a boulder. What are you, Chris Evans? (laughs) Yeah. I got the the source out. (laughs) Um, it's like. And I saw some people going, well, like, oh, like the swastika used to be a symbol of peace. Mm-hmm. And then they changed it to make it a different thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it, once that happens, you can't bring it back. You can't right. take the Hitler mustache back. Yeah. <laughs> I said it's like it's easier to to poison the well than to, like, purify the water. Mm-hmm. 
So, oh. wow. That's my thinking. Interesting. If he wants to use the hat, I think he has to design, redesign it a little further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, stay I, out I of the political the, talking points. What he was saying is trying to remix yeah. these ideas, but it didn't change the hat enough. Like, yeah. well, he just changed the fit. It looked my, exactly My the pitch, I've got a pitch. This isn't the redesigned one. But you've got, mm-hmm. you know, the Democrats are typically blue. Mm-hmm. Republicans are red. Mm-hmm. The Trump hat is, is red. very red. Oh. Blue and red combined. Purple. There it is. Purple. Make America great again. That's a brilliant idea, Ian. You change it to purple. Because Ian's got good ideas. Just a plain hat? What's the graphic? Well, with Make America Great Again, right? Well, then you change the slogan as well. I looked it up. Oh. I went to the meanings of colors, and I was... Oh. <laughs> I, that's, I was I thinking into it. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Violet, the color of spirituality, the energy of red with the calm who of define, blue. Who decides mm-hmm. what color means? A lot of these are marketing companies. Oh. This color plays very heavily yeah. into Oh, okay. That. This is like... Got it. Uh, a color that inspires reflection and self-awareness. It is the color of the sensitive, compassionate intuitive soul. Mm. Violet has long been associated with royalty and characteristics of quality and luxury. Wow. Now, if you go back to his album cover, the sticker on it was Violet. Yes. Mm. You, you think he's onto this already? No, but I'm trying to leave. <laughs> Dude, that Kanye, I, well, I think you got to keep the Make America Great Again, because then you have both colors, the same meaning. If you go away from the phrase, it becomes something too different. Mm-hmm. Combine them, Kanye, who is listening for sure. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> listen to Ian. He's got great advice. I think, or the slogan. I think you could slight. I mean, it could go both ways, but I think the color would be a good change. Maybe make America great because mm. it was not again, again. Not everyone. It, it wasn't great for all mm. people at any sure. point. Yeah. And Kanye, he has this whole thing. He's always talking about. Oh, we teach history class. Why don't we teach future class? Right. That's his whole thing. So look, look forward. Let's make it great. Make America great. Let's stop looking back. Is backwards. that not where I am? That's Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm maybe both. That's a disc. Maybe <laughs> took a little from him. Make America unified. Yeah. Combination. Okay. Or make America love. Okay, that's a little corny, Ian. All right. I don't know. I don't a little know. corny. Give me a break. Well, I wanted to appease all the people out yeah. there, and okay. I like the uh, great. Kanye's like, out. Kanye just took <laughs> the stream. He's out. He's closed the stream. <laughs> Make America great. I do like that one. Okay. I think so. Change the color. Change the change the brim. All mm. that. Everybody, tweet to Kanye. Let him know. I think we got <laughs> yeah. ideas here. If he did that, then maybe maybe I buy one. And do you think mm. that if Kanye adopted your idea from the show, would they give you back membership to your the Kanye form that you were banned from? Didn't you already get it back? Well, no, I don't think he did. Or did you get rebanned? I'm back, but they don't know I'm I'm there. Oh, you have a new account, but they 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 couldn't know who's you. I'm high, and they're they're on to me. (laughs) I that's a weird gaggy role. Someone commented the other day, and they were like, "You, the way you type makes it seem like you've been here a lot longer than your registration date." They all know each other, huh? Yeah, community is weird. How many people? How many active members does that community have? Well, there's there's like. like 10,000 people on there, but then there's really heavy people on and there. And you're heavy. Uh, yeah. How many hours a day are you on that? Well, not as much now, because if I use it at home, they'll trace my IP. Oh, my God, <laughs> Ian. 
right. I'm in deep. Yeah. You Clearly. know, I, the hat should say unban Ian right. from the forum. I think. <laughs> but, That's funny. We got to make fun of those. The anyway, end. Well, thank you the end. for decoding thank Kanye. You. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. I see you're repping that yes. there on your hoodie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Rest in peace. And uh, Ian, thank you so much for your presentation. We wish thank you all you. the best. You Best can leave wishes. now. Thank you so much. We've been waiting for you. Thank you very much, Ian. All right. So there you guys have it. Uh, the Kanye West decoded. Hmm. What do you take away from that, Ila? Do you think? What do you think? Ian is always making me like see the good in Kanye that maybe I didn't see before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Ian, he's a good kid. He's got a strong head on his shoulders. Um, so I, I, I generally, he's got good ideas. Yeah. So when he says that Kanye is his favorite person in the world, I listen, right? And I'm right. like, what's going on there? I actually started listening to his new album because of yeah. Ian's endorsement. And I, I got to say, there's a lot of The great, Cape Cuddy yeah, one. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff there. So um, let's make America love again. And it's it's tough too. I like I said when I saw him with the hat, I was like, "What? Yeah, like why?" But when you look more into it, I see what he's trying to do. I see. God bless him. Hey, God bless Ian. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into. Um, speaking of uh, conservatives, Papa John is a prominent conservative. Did you know that? And he is currently under a huge criminal conspiracy <laughs> by the Clintons and George Soros to remove him from his pizza empire. <laughs> Can we close this? Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, Papa John has showed up to court today. What is this? I think you just got to close that window there in the top right. Maybe. There we go. I was like, okay. Papa John showed up in court today to testify in his lawsuit Papa John v. Papa John. <laughs> and he gave testimony. He asked for documents. There's a lot of big updates I'd like to share with you guys. Papa John is suing Papa John's. Yeah, as the story unfolds, we've got a video here. Here we go. Mr. Schnatter is set to begin testifying Schnatter. any moment now, as you mentioned. Name be- wrong. It's Shat- Shat- no, it's Schnatter. I know, but oh. Schnatter. <laughs> Papa John Shatner is way funnier. Yeah. Schnatter. You should change it. Yeah, you should change it. The founder, former CEO, and former chairman of the board is seeking documents related to his ouster as chairman earlier in the summer. Mr. Schnatter said he's feeling good this morning ahead of his testimony. Here's what else he had to say to us. What's your message to shareholders? Um, uh. (laughs) He's so funny. You guys remember the papas in the house where he had the lav on? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and he didn't know that you could hear him. He was going. <laughs> Papa's in the house. That's it. So he did it here a little bit. You can hear him going. There's. <laughs> Same message we had for 34 years. You know, we always act in their best interest. What's your end goal here? Do you want to better interest, better pizza, better ingredients, <laughs> Papa John's. Always in their best interest. The quality's low because of this virtual desktop, I think. Okay. Yeah. Although it should be yours, not mine. 
Well, we'll figure out later. Return to the company in a leadership position? Um, I don't want to be in a CEO position for sure, but um, you know, I uh, I definitely want to be part of the company, <laughs> and I am part of the company. I am part of the company. Did you? What's the co- name of the company? What's the name of the company? <laughs> Papa John's. And who's the Papa? Steve. No. <laughs> He's actually <laughs> suing the company and Steve. He was gonna fire Steve. Did you know that? Oh shit! There's the pizza drama. He was is gonna so fire good. Steve, and now he's the CEO. Oh, the pizza <laughs> drama is so good. I'm telling you, they should rename the company to Papa Steve's and <laughs> start putting Steve on to. the pizza boxes. No one's gonna buy that. Steve, my faithful employee. One day. I'm go- I plan to fire you. Stevie, <laughs> I was going to let you go. We were going to part ways. And now you've taken everything from me, Stevie. You've taken the marinara. You've taken the fresh 100% mozzarella. <laughs> you've taken it all. And now you're changing the name to Papa Stevie. All I want is better pizza, better ingredients. And now, Stevie, my faithful colleague, <laughs> you come to me, and you say you are the papa. <laughs> you are my heart. You broke my heart, Stevie. You broke my heart. <laughs> Never go against the family. And now I sit in court next to you, Stevie, my colleague, my friend. And you sit and you look me in the eyes and you say, this pizza empire that I built with my hands. You take the mozzarella, the marinara. I needed the dough with my own hands, Stevie. You broke my heart. And you sit across from me in court today and you say, Papa Stevie's. <laughs> All I want for Papa John's is for the shareholders to make money better, better pizza. And now my son Bo, he's a slow boy. My Bo, my son Bo, he doesn't have much prospects. He's got no prospects. Stevie, you take his pizza and buy it. Listen to this. <coughs> this is a real Godfather tale. Um, better interests, better pizza. I am part of Papa John. Here's part two. You can go ahead and I feel like the music accompanies the whole thing. Uh, this is a, all a huge betrayal. Yeah. Here we go. Hit me with it. Don't you fucking lag out on me now. <laughs> We've got internet, right? John Schneider has actually just wrapped up his testimony. We are awaiting uh, his and his team's exit from the courthouse. This is one of two lawsuits that he's filed against the company. Uh, I hear he is just coming out right Papa now. John if we get any Papa John, Seuss, Papa It is. Schneider seeking 17 different categories of documents that are related to his ouster as chairman of the board. Today, he really appeared calm and reserved. That's in stark contrast to public comments uh, that he's made and also statements he's put out on his website, Safe 
PapaJohns.com. He says he feels the company didn't properly protect him as founder after a Forbes report yes, revealed sir. that he'd used a racial slur on a conference call. Not a kind drawing. Not using it as a racial epithet and that reports in the media mischaracterized what actually happened. Mr. Schotter today also spoke of an intuition, a sixth sense, a gut feeling that something may have been going on with the company and the board. That's why he's trying to seek documents that go back to October 31st. That works in court. He made those now, you know, infamous comments about the NFL and his leadership. Intuition. He doesn't know if the board's actions amount to a coup, a conspiracy, or perhaps they are just acting in the best interest of the company. But he wants to obtain these documents to try and figure out really what happened here. I also spoke to a source close to the company that said that John seemed a bit confused today about what documents he was asking for. That is troubling because he is a director. I just want the I just want the marinara recipe. All I ask is the recipe for my marinara sauce. And now, John Schnatter. And now I must sue you. Gonna play something else. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Stevie, former colleague and best friend, my advisor, my concierge. How do you call that? <laughs> the the uh, advisor? Consigliere? Consigliere? Consigliere. Stevie, my concierge. <laughs> Nailed it. All I ask is for to return the recipe of my marinara sauce <laughs> and my patented trademark and mozzarella cheese recipe. Papa John's, the mozzarella. It's def it's designed to melt. <laughs> it's designed to melt evenly over the pizza. That's the secret. That's the secret of the pie, of the pizza pie. I know it was you, Stevie. You break. You break my heart. <laughs> and now, Stevie, I have to take you on a lake and execute you. Listen to this shit. Set, he requests 17 different documents, including the recipe of his marinara sauce. That's a joke, but 17 documents is real. The pizza senses were sensing a pizza conspiracy, a coup or a conspiracy. Papa speculated that foreign agents may be acting covertly to overthrow his pizza empire, possibly speculating that it was little seizures or possibly dominoes. <laughs> I did write this, by the way. I spent time this morning writing it out. <laughs> Shares Domin Hose. Yes, Ela, thank you very much for acknowledging that. Domin Hose. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Domin Hose. Yes. Only a great mind such as mine could conceive <laughs> such an original joke. Shares of the company have fallen more than 31% over the last year, but the company's woes started long before Papa John was locked in a bitter battle. Since hitting an all-time high of 90 cents per share in December of 2016, Papa John's stock has lost nearly half of its value on disappointing same-store sales growth. On Monday, the stock was down more than 2%, last changing hands at around $50 a share. So they... They this, were already going down. This supports his pizza conspiracy, that the company was not doing well, and they wanted him off because he was... Check out what I pulled up. Uh, Ela pulled up something. He said he planned to fire current CEO Steve Ritchie, who knew his performance 
evaluation would be subpar. Wow. And now Stevie is the new papa. Listen, <laughs> on the night of December 26, there will be a change <laughs> of hands. The CEO, formerly known as Papa Rich Stevie Ritchie, <laughs> would no longer control the east side. The Shatner family is moving in on the east side. <laughs> we are going to control the marinara supply, the mozzarella supply, <laughs> and the black, the tomato supply. These boys, the Ritchie family, they're no good. They're untrustworthy. They're, their performance is subpar. <laughs> and so it is my will as grandpapa, as the godpapa, that the CEO, Richie, shall be no more. And so on this day of December 26, I <laughs> you, Papa Richie, a kiss. I give him a kiss. Mwah! And I say to you, it's the kiss of fate. And this time-honored mozzarella, this award-winning marinara sauce to which I give to you, my son, Bo. Both the the award-winning crust that I, I, I throw with my own hands. You understand? It's a pizza wall. We're going to wall. Here's a twist. Here's a big twist. Within the proceedings, he was asked whether he had some settlements with some women. Shatner stated that he has confidentially agreements with at least two women, but didn't specify what those meant. He, uh, the woman, 24 years old at the time, sued Shatter, Shat Shat, Schnatter. the sh big schnatty boy, Papa, in 1999, alleging that he'd sexually harassed her for months, repeatedly visiting her house and kissing her and groping her, according to court filing. Shatner has denied the allegations, and as they say, Papa is and will ever for be in the house. Is that sexual harassment? Is that what you just did when you said that to me? So, um, it's an interesting twist of fate for Papa because he went to seek documents to try to prove that it was a pizza conspiracy, mm -hmm. but what he did is he unsealed other documents about him being in the house with a, an employee that he allegedly kissed and groped. Papa has denied the allegations. Do you think that Papa, do you think he uses lube when he has sex or marinara sauce? Probably the bada. You think he uses garlic bada sauce? sauce. <laughs> yeah, he probably does, doesn't he? Hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, right. The, Marlon the Brando, though. Yeah. The Godfather. The guy that played the Godfather was famously in a butter scene where he used butter to lube up his cock to rape a girl. In a movie. In a movie. So there you have that. Everything connects, folks. It's a small world after all. Um, Welcome to Papa's house. As they say. So that's it. That's that. You know. What else we got? We got Facebook leak. Ah, this Could skip it. Yeah, who gives a shit? Facebook sucks. What's What's, what's news? new? <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Smoking meats. <laughs> I'm the meat chef. Zuck is a potential sociopath. That guy acts like a computer emulating him. That, that's the thing. If you're going to self. I'm not a therapist, though. I'm just a fucking like, idiot. Everyone becomes a sociopath. Yeah, exactly. 
That's why I find it just a little irresponsible of a therapist. Because yeah. <laughs> you're wielding trust. And faith. Like a doctor. They, I don't know if the therapists take oaths, but doctors take oaths. That's serious stuff. <laughs> you know? Um, here, so this, this story cracks me up. This is amazing, amazing stuff. Um, Dream Cruise Nightmare. <laughs> 1,300 Indians partying from a tobacco company went on a cruise with uh, 3,000 other, I mean, 3,000 people in total. So half was yeah. from these Indian company and half was Australian people or just not just from the company. People, not from the company. Vacation. And these guys just do- took over this cruise ship. <laughs> they brought Playboy Playmates. They brought music. They brought their own food. And they just completely terrorized this cruise. And everybody was trapped on this cruise. <laughs> and it was so bad that Royal Caribbeans had to, had to refund, refund everybody. But there's just hilarious footage of um of all this, and it was like a 24-hour nightmare. And this Australian station made this really hilarious like scoop, very serious. Um, they were very serious about it, <laughs> you know, which I I just was l- loving this whole thing. Cruise ruined by 1,300 men on a work bender. Here we go. It was supposed to be the cruise of a lifetime, but these excited Aussie families was for them. soon got a sinking <laughs> feeling when they realised they were sharing the ship with 1,300 men on a work bender. A work bender. Look at this ship. <laughs> they turned this fucking family cruise into like, they set up like a strip club. Can you believe this shit? These guys are the best. <laughs> and they're all just out there with their phones out and shit like, God, I love it. I love it. <laughs> that a company was able to just ruin a whole cruise. People are like traumatized, they said. Yeah. There Apparently were... like they kept their doors open yep. and you just walk by not knowing what you're going to see. Yep. Some fucking naked Indian dude with his nuts <laughs> out. Love it. They're in the pool, they're dominating everything. It was like a 1300 men bucks night, pretty much. There were just people everywhere. When we didn't get our sail away party and it was taken over by them, that was the beginning of the end. Disappointed. I'm sure there's other colorful words I could use. (laughs) When truck worker his dance teacher wife Cass and their daughter Talia boarded the revamped. I love how they focus on the personal story of like these people's weekend. They were all looking forward to their best cruise yet. Mm. Every day it was getting closer. It was just the heartbeats pumping out. You needed a reason to to not go on cruises. But I know, just don't go on a cruise. I mean, guys, cruising is like the ocean version of zip lining. It's so shitty. They probably have zip lines on that cruise. <laughs> zip lines are so stupid, and I've never been on a cruise. I thought about it. I have been once. It's awful, right? Yeah. It's and every awful. time I hear someone was on a cruise, it sounds so bad. And the worst part about it is that you're in the middle, you cannot fucking escape that boat. <laughs> oh, I had a friend who went recently. And you have this claustrophobic tiny room. Mm. So you can't even like go to your room to if you're like tired you can't of escape. seeing people everywhere. Yeah. You want to go to your room. It's tiny. And don't even get me started on rogue waves. What's that? <laughs> I'd like you to start. Don't even get me started. Rogue waves, dude, are anomalies on the ocean. 
Okay. Oh yeah, you're scared of waves. Rogue waves, my dudes. <laughs> it's when it's when <laughs> seemingly in uh, seemingly normal waves, there's a frequency when they can all just by some fluke of statistics, where like fifty waves wavelengths can line up and make one mega wave <laughs> out of the ocean out of random. And I'm telling, I'm not making this. This is a well observed phenomenon. Rogue waves. There's videos of it. I swear to God, go on Google and type rogue wave. In fact, Ela, why don't you do that and throw it on the screen? What do you think I'm doing? Preg- pregnant ass Ela. I don't know what that means. Oh, it's under you. It goes under your stuff. Rogue waves, guys. Oh, this is stupid. <laughs> Wait, we gotta go to videos. Oh, can I not click your screen? Can you? No. Oh. Oh, this is confusing. <laughs> go to videos. <laughs> Wait, which one? <laughs> What is happening? Just click. It's really lagging. Oh, it's lagging. Okay. <laughs> Here, do the this? second one. That one looks too like clickbaity. They all do. Yeah. Porter joined. Oh, oh come on. Why don't we have uh, uh, ad block for Christ's sake? Uh, We're doing a show here. Okay. This is stupid. Yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. I'm telling you. Do some research. Go out there. Rogue waves. Um, <laughs> they're out there. And you think you're safely on the cruise. You think those 1,300 Indian men with their balls out in uh, in their hotel room with the door open is bad? Rogue waves, my dude. I don't know. That doesn't... Rogue waves. Me. Right, anyway, whatever. I just think the cruise is Do me a favor. Go open a open a clip of cruise ship on on uh, troubled sea. I'm telling you, this shit's amazing. <laughs> of like people getting like tossed around with furniture and shit. It's amazing. Yeah, you won't caught me dead on those belts, man. Apparently, you can gamble though, and like there's prostitutes because it's legal. That sounds debaucherous. I don't think on Royal Caribbean they have Not on Royal Caribbean, yeah, sure. Well, probably not. Unless you're with 1,300 Indians from a tobacco company. It's on the you company. You definitely gamble. You're, you're right about that. <clears throat> Imagine the company brought, like, prepaid prostitutes. And everyone's just taking a turn. What do we got here? The lag is kind of tough. Is no sound. Yeah, I was just... Alright, let's... Alright, right. Yeah, this is tough. This is a tough one. But imagine being on that. That's a rogue wave, my dudes. Watch out for that. Alright. <laughs> At any rate, where, where were we? We're watching this damn video. I'm getting on track here. We got important things to talk about, obviously. And, uh, let's stay on track. Skip ahead. Morphed into Voyager of the Sleeves. Oh! Yeah. Whoa! Well. Um, because they would just stare and... Yeah, make us feel really uncomfortable. The family's got that sinking feeling from the push-off. Where we were seated on the on the pool deck, we were actually asked to move. We did because we thought these people were from Royal Caribbean, but they were actually from um, from well, the private party asking us to move so they could set up their, well, their band. So we were we looking thought, forward to. Okay, they're setting up for the sail away party, but. I love how serious this report is. They're like, would you like to come into our newsroom and sit down and chat about this? The sail away party made room for these hijinks on the high seas as the pool deck became a sweaty mass of gyrating (laughs) bodies. I've never seen so many mobile phones in my life 
Really? Oh dear God. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, this just feels dumb. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> love it. I just love the idea of thirteen hundred Indian dudes. Yeah, just taking over. It's almost just like why I don't know. You <laughs> got to love it. And this is you know. This is the top-notch content that you can come to expect here on the H3 Podcast experience, okay? Um, <clears throat> there's one clip here that I absolutely want to watch with you guys. It looks like it is her. And then we'll get some fan submissions. Watch this. <clears throat> Pastor claims... I love this clip so much. I love these guys. He gets in front of his congregation. He says, if you do not give 10%, of your whole income to the church, you are robbing God. <laughs> Even if you are in debt. What do they call that? A tith? A tilth? There's a saying. It's a, it's part of tithe. a tithe of being Catholic or Christian. You're mm. supposed to donate 10% of your income to the church. Really? Man, I ain't no fucking church worth that. Send me to hell. I'm keeping that 10%. I already pay fucking 50% to Uncle Sam. What does he do for me? <laughs> Shit. You kidding me? Ten percent. Is that all it takes to get into heaven? Ten percent? Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'll go to hell. Person rob God? Yes, they will. He says, you're robbing me. What are you robbing me of? Tithes. Now, what is a tithe? A tithe is ten percent. He says, you're robbing me of both tithes and offerings. The ten percent is what is what God requires, and then the offerings... Oftentimes, he may require more than a 10%. Somebody says, I cannot, cannot, cannot live on that. God cannot live on 10%. Do you understand? That is so weird. You say, but you don't know how much debt I have. Well, you may be deeply in debt and be in real trouble. It's going to be hard for you to believe, but I'm telling you, I've seen it over and over and over again. You want to get out of debt? People are not even listening. Here's how you start. (laughs) Start giving God... 10% 10% of your income. Well, there's no way I can do it. Just try it. Just try it. I dare you. Because here's his promise. Michael, like, you don't he said, bring you all the times yeah, to the storehouse that there may be. <laughs> so there you have it. <clears throat> God cannot live <laughs> on 10%. That's so weird because I've always like seen... Like, if I would go to a synagogue when I was a kid with my mom, they would be like, can you donate anything? Like, anything is a blessing. Yeah. You mean they have some, they have some, like... Like a dollar. Some humility. (laughs) God cannot live without your 10%. (laughs) Dear, dear Jesus. I recently went out to lunch. And I tipped my sweet server. I gave him 20%. Now, why don't I get 20%, Lord? (laughs) Now, I don't care if you're broke, if you're missing the kidney, if you got cancer, if you can't pay your debt. Boy, I don't give a... I don't... God doesn't care. You can't live on 10%, but... Now, if you want to be good with Jesus, you best be giving me at least 10% of everything you earn, boy. (laughs) Because let me tell you what, ain't no 5% be buying me a private jet. Because I got to pray all over this country, boy. You think? I cannot save on 5%, people. And that's right here in the Bible. That's that tiff. A tiff. 
Oh, yes, Jesus, by help me, Lord. Mm. And how am I supposed to afford these little tiny crosses to mark the boys that I want to molest? Yes, Lord, I need I feel that 10%. Mm. Preach. <clears throat> if your kidney's failing, boy, give me that kidney. I'll sell it on the black market. That's 10%. You good with Jesus. You know? You need medicine to save your life? Give me some of that medicine. I'll sell it on the black market. 10%, boy, you feel me? Hey, get an amen. Mm. Amen, brother. Oh, you want me to give 10%? Shit, I'm with the church. I don't give 10%. Damn. I ain't give 10%. I am God. Now let me touch your kid's dick. Amen. Can I touch your kid's dick? Amen, brother. Hmm. Jesus. Are you telling me that Jesus didn't touch at least one baby penis? <laughs> at least one? I mean, come on. All right. <laughs> you know Jesus at least look at a baby dick. Am I right? Can I get an amen? 10% by. <laughs> I kid the Christians. I kid them. They're good people. Let's go into oh, the fence. There's uh, one other one. Eva's like, oh. I kid, I kid the Christians. They're good people. The Catholics. They're great. Amen. Amen. Um, I was researching with all these kind of goofy pasture <laughs> videos, and there's just one other one I want to show you guys. And Eli, you are going to love this, okay? This is incredible stuff. In, in Calvary, uh, his name was Ben. And I was running a youth group. I was there for a few years. And um, he was just, he was a nice kid, but he was one of those kids that was always just, he's a real smart aleck. Was, just, was, was a bright kid. Which didn't help things, right? Made him more dangerous. Dangerous. We, were outside one day we don't want you group, thinking. And uh, he was just, just trying to push my buttons. And he was just, you know, kind of not taking the Lord serious. And I walked over to him and I went, bam. I punched him in the chest as hard as I, I crumpled the kid. I just crumpled Amen, him. brother. And I said, I leaned over and I said, Ben, when are you going to stop playing games with God? I led that man to the Lord right there. <laughs> There's times that that might be needed. I met that man to the Lord right there. <laughs> He's been in prison for 20 years now. <laughs> I love that. You know, everyone listening was like, what? <laughs> and I walked over to that little 13-year-old, and I punched him in the chest as hard as I could, and I laid him out on the ground. And I said, boy, when am I getting that 10%? Because I know your mama gave you $5 a week in allowance. And to me... That's 50 cents a week, boy. We're at 10%. Mm. And that's when that boy found God. You've been in prison now for 20 years for murder. That boy ain't right. I love that story, man. I love that story. Oh, so good. Anyway, let's move it on to fan submissions, okay? Now, this is podcast at h3h3productions.com. You guys can mm -hmm. send in questions, videos, comments, whatever you want. I love it. Keep it coming. This is so much fun. So this one comes from Clammy Hippo. I watch the H3 podcast for the same reasons as everyone else. To make sure I have the correct opinion. Thank you very much. You do have the correct opinion. The recent debates on how you wipe your arse. 
apparently this friend comes from across the seas, have been immes- immersive and captivating. And I wanted to slam dunk a little debate here myself. Do you piss in the shower? I've asked around, and the answer is about 50-50. As a proud shower pisser myself, I need to tell I need you to tell me if I should stop pissing in the shower or carry on just letting it rip. Also, on a little bit of a side note, I'm not sure this is a stupid question, but I'm sure you and everyone else does it, including me. Do you shit? But do you shit in the bath? (laughs) We simply need to know. Well, clammy hippo, first let me start with the first part because you took a quick (laughs) turn there. Peeing in the shower, to me, is a beautiful, natural thing. It's like peeing outside. It's like, it's a beautiful thing where you don't, I love peeing in the shower. I, 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 when I read this, I was shocked that why would you not pee in the shower? I pee on Ela when we're in the shower. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, Dan, Zach, and Ian, do you guys pee in the shower? You know, I don't go out of my way to, but but sure. I mean, I do. If the if you go, you hold it I'll, so I'll you can do it, it in the shower. I always yeah. pee when I'm in actually, the shower. I think like... I pee one hundred percent of the time I yeah. shower. <laughs> Every yeah, time. because you're relaxed, it's warm, you're comfortable. Ian and Zach, do you pee in the shower? Hell yeah. <laughs> Zach says hell yeah. And, and Ian? I think uh, no, I Ian not. said no. no. He had he had recently... Such a contrarian. Just like Kanye. Just like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, why do you not pee in the shower, Dan and Ian? I mean, I'm just... Do you think that well, it's I gross? Well, I do, again. But I... I, I yeah. I mean, apparently you go out of your way to, you, like, actually enjoy it. I do enjoy it. No, we're not taking a bath. Like, if you're sitting in your own (laughs) bath, that that would be gross. I'd pee in the bath. I wouldn't. You pee in the bath? I don't have a bath. You don't take a bath. bath. (laughs) Who takes a bath? Chris Evans takes a bath. Yeah. Probably crafted that tweet while he was in the bathtub peeing in it. (laughs) Now, Ian, do you find it gross? What is it about peeing in the shower that... that... Uh, Well, I have roommates, and it just doesn't (laughs) seem respectful. Really? I, who goes down with the water? Who cares? I don't know. I just the action. Okay. Well, okay. I appreciate. Do you jerk off in the shower? <laughs> no. Because jerking <laughs> off in the shower is fucking nasty because it can get caught in the drain. Gross. And I've actually had roommates where they jerk off in the shower and you can see it in the drain and that ain't oh, right. Oh no! I'm telling you, that shit ain't right. <laughs> so I would say that jerking off in the shower with roommates is is a little stickier. Well, it's, none of that is as bad as this guy's second part. But then he takes yeah, the it. Yeah. So he, t- he says, I'm sure this is a stupid question. I'm sure you and everyone else does it, including me, but do you shit in the bath? Now, I think he's no. yanking my chain, but obviously shitting in the bath is... I'm not... This person's not serious. you got to right? be a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to be homeless or something. I don't know how... I don't know. <laughs> I would never. Shitting in the bath. That can't be what... I'll tell you a funny story about shitting in the bath, though. I had I, I lived with two dudes in college, and we used to play a game called Doopy Extreme, where we tried to run an elaborate dupe on one of the housemates that the other two were on. You would try to make them believe some far-fetched, outrageous thing. And so this was my crowning achievement. I, with the other guy, we decided to try to convince our third roommate, who was kind of a germaphobe, that we shit in the shower and that it's normal and everybody <laughs> shits in the shower. So here's what I did. This was fun. I'm proud of this. Why? So I arranged it with the other friend, and then I called a fourth friend and said, Hey, we're doing this prank. I'm going to call you, and I want you to say that you, of course, you shit in the shower. So I was like, oh, bro, um, I was like, hey, just give it a minute. I shit in the shower when I was in there. And he's like, you did what? And we got into this whole thing, and I was like, yeah, you shit in the shower. I push it down with my toes down the drain. 
It's normal. My whole family, everybody does that. And he's like, he's like, tell me you guys are kidding. Like, he was like, I can't. You t- <laughs> like, he was dead serious. He was like, tell me you guys are fucking kidding. Like, you don't shit in the shower. And then my third roommate comes in. He's like, yeah, I shit in the shower too. You push it down with your toes. You stomp it down with your toes. And he's like, you guys are fucking with me. And then we called up the fourth friend. And I was like, I'm talking to Isaac. We shit in the shower. He doesn't believe it, but you shit in the shower, right? He's like, yeah, everybody shits in the shower. Stomp it down with our toes. And he's sitting there having like a mental breakdown. Like. Don't you have a name for it? Like the. We called it. We did. I don't remember what it was. Waffle something. Yeah, the waffle stomp, I think. (laughs) Yeah, we called it a waffle stomp. When you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so a waffle stomp, exactly. So we convinced him for a good like twenty minutes that we waffle stomped <laughs> shit down the uh, down the drain. So no, I do not shit in the bathtub, and I sincerely do hope that you do not shit in the bathtub, yeah. and then nobody shits in the bathtub because <laughs> that ain't sanitary. And frankly, you don't need to be waffle stomping poop. We have we have systems, plumbing in place to uh, handle that, and I sincerely hope they use it. So thank you for the question. Submitted from Danny Kelly. This clip is just fucking amazing. I've never seen this, and it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It gave me so much joy and so much laughter, and I share it with you all today. Bird shit in his fucking mouth. All these shouting. A bird shit in his fucking mouth. A fucking bird shit in his fucking mouth. All these talking. <laughs> and he kind of like takes it in too. <laughs> oh so god, it's so foul. <laughs> Tom and I went. Chest as hard as I crumpled the kid. Crumpled the kid. When are you gonna start taking Jesus seriously? Now give me fifty cents, ten percent. <laughs> I know that's what Jesus wanted. I think it said in the Bible, it said, <laughs> when disobedient crumple children with a powerful punch to the chest. <laughs> hmm. This is a weird one, Elo. Run for the cube. You guys may remember him from a recent, or not, an ancient uh, H3 video we made about this really <laughs> weird um, kid <laughs> channel where he's... he's Got this crazy voice, but he reviewed one of Ela's products, <laughs> and uh, here you go. Hello. Run for the cube. Nice, <laughs> run for the cube. <laughs> I love. I kind of want to do a know your meme with this guy. Wonder if we can reach out to him. Would you understand what he's saying though? Very strong. Very strong. Ears. Eyes. I want those eyeballs. I want the eyeballs. That makes me not. He fucking scares me. Kids don't watch this, do they? No. This is nightmare fuel. Oh no. How does that make you feel, yo? You're not cutting it open. It's a box. How do you feel right now? I don't know. It could have just gone with like an ASMR channel. Why is this weird? The thing with the tweezers is just so weird with the gloves and the gloves. Shiny bright like a diamond. Shiny bright like a diamond. God, what is wrong with you, man? I kind of want to do a know your meme though. 
I want to try to reach out to him. If you are watching this, which I have a feeling he'll see this, um, email us, Run the Cube. I want to connect with you, dude. You're the weirdest fucking guy I've ever heard of in my life. But uh, anyway, he was very gracious and he put a link in the description and stuff, so that was nice. But my god, I, I'm scared of him. He's got a nice following, like 70,000 views for this. Is that his normal viewership? Let me, see. Let me take a look. Let's see. What kind of views does this guy usually pull? This oh. is the weirdest what? video. It's us. Is this trailer? What the fuck? We've ever seen. <laughs> this dude's channel name is Run for the Cube. It should be Run okay, so from the Cube. <laughs> run from the Cube. Got him. I'm funny, man. Oh, he hasn't made a video in. This was the last video we made two months ago, and then oh, he was wow. gone for six months after that. Holy shit. This guy's obsessed with us, yo. Mm-hmm. We're in his trailer. His last video he made, he's hunting us down with those tweezers and gloves on. Cube. Run for your life. Run, f- just take out the cube. Why is this your, your trailer? We're goofing on you. <laughs> oh man, I guess run for the cube. Wait. I'll load another video again. I don't even Better remember the video. YouTube for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Have you guys ever watched okay. the YouTube channel? Okay. So it's a bunch of people kind of talking about this. Goofing on him. You know. Hey, yeah, yeah. Run from the That's cube. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, there you have it. How did that um, make you feel? He reviewed your, uh, I guess honored. Honored. Cool. <laughs> and then, Ela, did you want to talk about the Rip yeah. and Dip Teddy Fresh collab? Yeah. So there was a Rip and Dip and Teddy Fresh collab, which is crazy. You got pics? Yeah, it's under there. Under your video. Let me close that. Where's my... And here's our model. That's me. I said to Ila, thank you for being progressive and using a plus-size model. We all really appreciate that. <laughs> and um, so this will be coming out next week. Do you not have a better picture of the design? Uh, not right or now. Or show the close-up. There you go. And uh, I just wanted to say that we're going to be doing a meet-and-greet in their store in L.A. on Sunset Boulevard. No, Fairfax. Avenue. That you just type rip and dip and they yeah. yeah yeah. But what is so it? It's, it's, a, it's Saturday at eleven a.m. They're gonna sell a limited amount. We're of, talking about the thirteenth of October, right? Yeah. So noon Saturday, October thirteenth, four four one North Fairfax Avenue. We will be there slinging some Teddy Fresh and rip and dip. And then it will be dropped online the next day, Sunday, on their website. Very on cool, Kanye. <laughs> No, I'm excited. I'm cool. Yeah. I love it, man. It came out so good. This is their their uh, mascot, the cat. Yeah. So the cat and the bear teamed up, and they're crushing it, man. Um, and finally, thank you to all of our sponsors. We have a little sponsor button on YouTube that you can smash to support us. Thank mm-hmm. you very much to those of you who have done that. Thank you, everyone. Who has watched the podcast? Love you so very much. Thank you to Ian for the presentation. Thank you to Kanye. Very cool. And uh, have a blessed Friday. That's about it, right? I mean, there's a. I mean, that's it, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, there's more stuff, but it's close to two hours. Yes, yeah, we're close to two hours. I start to lose steam at two hours. <laughs> 
two hours gets bad. Yeah. That's when I start talking about like pedophile priests and stuff, and he was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> we already snuck in the music. Oh, you're already playing. You're already playing me off. I'm what is this? The Oscars? You're yeah. being booed off. Right, I'm being. I'm being caned <laughs> off stage by Dan. Well, guys, join us next Friday for yeah. another episode. Ela's pregnant. What the? Hey, she still be pregnant, probably or not. So weird. I don't know. I'm just saying that people are so stupid. I'm, I'm being played off right now. I know that. I can't hear the music, but my family was like, "No, don't say anything till ten weeks." Yeah. It's like, come on. My family said, "Don't say anything till four months." I say don't that's say like, anything till the baby comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's like halfway there. <laughs> I say don't say anything till a year to make sure the baby's healthy. <laughs> you know, we're in this journey together. We've been very vocal about the process, so we don't see any reason not to continue that trend. Guys, next week, we'll hear again. Have a blessed and beautiful Friday evening. The weekend is upon us. We made it. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. And remember to give 10%, boy. Otherwise, you're going to get punched in the chest by your pastor. Thank you everyone for watching. Have a blessed, beautiful weekend. And remember this. Savepapajone.com. <laughs>